0: Today on Bold Steps Weekend with Mark Job, a spiritual wake-up call from the book of Revelation.
1: You can, you can learn a culture of Christianity without maintaining the heart of relationship with Christ. Because then what it becomes is it becomes religion rather than relationship.
0: Welcome to our program with Mark Job, President of the Moody Bible Institute, Senior Pastor of New Life Church in Chicago. I think you can see where our train is going today. So much, Mark, has been written through the years about the end times, both musically and in print, and today we're opening to the book of Revelation, The Authority on End Times. We're going to look at the church at Sardis today.
1: You know, people are fascinated with the end times. Every generation thinks about What's the end going to look like? Absolutely, and it's in it's in scripture. It's in uh, common culture dialogue, um, but you're right, Wayne. The authority on the end time is the Book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Where a, a, a apostle on an island in Patmos had this download from the Spirit of God that gave him really a picture of what it's going to look like. What God wants us to know about the end times,
0: he's told us in
1: Revelation. He really has. And, and you know what I tell people, Wayne, all the time, because people get very fixated on the timetable mm-hmm. and chronology, and there's a lot of debate among good Christians about you know, how are things going to unfold. But, you know, Jesus keeps emphasizing this, be ready, be ready. It's going to happen sooner than what you think. Your heart needs to be ready. So whether it's in 10 years or 50 years, the point is we need to be ready.
0: Here's Mark Job with today's message.
1: I want you to turn to the last book of the Bible. It's called the book of Revelation. It's called Revelation because there was a man by the name of John. Who was on an island as a prisoner, and he received a dream, a revelation, a vision from God. And it, hey, you've never had a dream this long. Uh, this is like, uh, this is chapters and chapters of a dream. Uh, of a vision that God gave. This is 22 chapters of a vision. I know some of you have had long dreams, but never this long, 22 chapters long. And if you look at the book of Revelation, it's primarily about the end times. Some of you avoid it like the plague because it's a scary book. I had one brother tell me a couple weeks ago, he said, I've never gone close to the book of Revelation because it scares me because there's in time an apocalypse and blood and horns and death and, and nations invading nations. And he says, it just scares me. So I've stayed away from it. But I believe that Uh, if you really understand the book of Revelation and the last chapters of the Bible, the great thing is God is in control even of the end. And God is in control of the end of the world and the end of times. And there are prophetic words given. This was written over 2000 years ago. And Although it was written 2,000 years ago, there are prophecies that we will see completed in today's day and age. That our eyes and lies will see those prophecies completed. So it's a, it's a really, really challenging, powerful book. The bottom line of Revelation is that Jesus in the end, God wins in the end. We need to be ready because we don't know the season or the time. And some of you are the kind that put up, some of you avoid it completely and others of you obsess about it. You got charts on your wall and you got pictures saying, I think he's the Antichrist, the next one. And I seen a sign and you're reading everything you can about Israel and the building of the temple and the invasions. And, and, and you're trying to figure out when is the time and the date of the end. Here's the thing. No one knows the time or the date of the end. But what we are told is get ready. Live as though it could happen at any time. And so I think that we need to, the best way to be ready for the end times is to have your heart clean before God all the time. Not only because of the end of the world could come, but because you could have a heart attack and have to stand before your maker very soon. You're not, some of you are saying, I got a lot of time. Maybe you have a lot of time, but maybe you have hours. God forbid. I hope you have a long, successful, healthy life. But one thing is for sure is that death comes to everybody and we will all stand before our maker. But the first few chapters of Revelation are about how we get ready. And so a lot of Revelation talks about prophecy in the end times, but the first few chapters are really letters to churches. And there's seven churches that receive letters written specifically to those churches Given by the Spirit of God, those seven churches are found in what was then called Asia Minor, which is now Turkey. The island of Patmos is on the Aegean Sea. If you know a little bit of your geography, it's right between Turkey and Greece. And, and, and right in the middle is an island called Patmos, which, where John received his revelation the seven churches are in Turkey, and they're, they're about no more than 70 to 100 miles apart. And God was writing some letters to them, and the letters, in essence, say this. He looks at the churches, and he says, I know you. I know your deeds. And then he talks about the good things about them, the things are getting A's and A-pluses and B's in, And then he talks about the bad things, the things they're getting D's and F's in. And so this is what, this is what you have wrong. And then typically he tells them what to do, how to correct it. And he gives them a warning. If you don't correct it, here's what's going to happen to you. So pretty much all the seven letters follow that pattern. Um, I know you, here's what you have right, here's what you have wrong, and here's what you need to do to correct it. Now, What we're looking at is the church of Sardis, the church of Sardis. So if you take your Bibles, turn to Revelation chapter three, and we're going to be looking at the church of Sardis as we continue on in our series, Going Deeper. It says in verse one of chapter three, to the angel of the church in Sardis, I write, these are the words of him who holds the seven spirits of God. And the seven stars. These are the words of Him. Words of who? Well, we read in the early part of Revelation, the first chapter, that Jesus is the one who holds the lampstand. The number seven is, the, is, is a number symbolizing perfection. The seven spirits are, the, are referring to the angels that watch over those churches. And the stars have to do with the guiding of God upon those churches, the light of God upon those churches. So in essence, he's saying, this is Jesus speaking to the churches. Now he talks to the congregation. These are literal, true congregations, the congregation that was in Sardis. And he says to them, I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive, but aha, you are dead. Wow, what a letter. What a phrase to start with. Now, in essence, what Jesus was saying to this church is that what you are on the outside is not what you are on the inside. What people think you are is not really what you are because I have dug deeper and I've looked beyond the exterior and I've looked beyond your name and beyond your reputation and I've looked at your heart and your heart does not match your name. Now, if I were to bring a a can of food to you and say, what's in this can of food, what would you do? you would look at the what? You'd look at the label because the label is outside on the can of food and it says there are peaches in this can. And so you'd look at the ingredient and it tells you exactly what's in that can. But if I were to take three or four cans and I were to take all the labels off and I were to say, hey, what are in these cans? You would say, "Uh, shake it, move it. Uh, no idea. I have no idea what are in those cans because there's no label. You see, your label tells you generally what's inside. Now, if I were to take those cans, and I were to switch labels, and I were to say, what's in this can? You would say peaches, and then when you open it up, you find uh, tuna fish. You'd say, wait a second. The label doesn't match the content. There's something wrong here, because the label says... The label says it's peaches, but when I opened it up, I found tuna fish. There's something wrong here. What it says on the outside does not match what is on the inside. And that's exactly what the Spirit of God is saying to this congregation. He's saying, on the outside, you have a reputation of being alive, spiritually vibrant. Uh, you have a reputation of of being a, a a church that a congregation that is engaged spiritually and alive, and things are happening, and there's noise and there's ruckus, and there's there there seems to be a lot of activity and a lot of good things. But I've looked beyond the noise, I've looked beyond the external, and I'm looking inside, and what I see on the inside doesn't match what people are saying on the outside. Oh, this is a powerful word. Whoo! It's a powerful word. And so he says to them, you need to do something about it. Now, I believe that if you look at what it means to be alive and dead, we're talking spiritually, by the way, alive and dead, I believe there's a lot of areas in life that we allow to become deadened to that 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 we have a reputation of being alive, but if we're not careful, what we have starts to die out. It's not unlike a marriage. Some of you started your dating relationship years ago, 20 years ago. And and there was a lot of flame and sparks and fire and passion and pursuit and 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 uh, uh, the uh, courting and flowers and uh, there was a lot of that a lot of those sparks happening in the beginning, but especially on a man's side, uh, what happens with many men who who like challenges? Once they put the ring on the finger, then they say, "Okay, got her. Now let's move on to the next challenge." And so you go in your life and you say, well, I'm married. Yeah, we've been married for 20 years, but unless you watch it, um, you could say the same thing. You have a reputation of being alive, but in reality, you're dead. See, what happens in a relationship is you can still sleep in the same bed, and you can still live in the same house, and you can still sign the same last name, and you can still take your family photo together and put your arm around each other for the family photo, but... If you're not careful, you can also allow your heart to become slowly but surely less and less engaged and less and less passionate and less and less... Um, uh, committed and involved and loving and so you can wake up one day and you can realize that although you have a reputation of being married for many years and maybe even happily married so to speak for many years that you can be in a relationship and have a marriage but your heart your heart has grown astray and that you need to fan that you need to strengthen that you need to waken it up so that you, although you're married already, so that you are really engaged in your marriage. Are you tracking with me? This is important.
0: This is Bold Steps Weekend, and our teacher is Moody Bible Institute president and founding pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago, Mark Job. Thanks for joining us today for this insightful look at the church at Sardis, and Mark will be back with more of the message in just a moment. Here at Bold Steps Weekend, it's our goal to help you grow in your daily walk with God. And right now, I want to make sure you don't miss out on the encouraging devotional Mark sends out to our listeners every Monday morning. It's called the Bold Stepper Weekly. This is a completely free resource from the Bold Steps Ministry and one additional feature of the Bold Stepper Weekly is that it now incorporates the Bold Steps Minute so there's even more content to enjoy. And if you're asking what is the Bold Steps Minute, well, it's snippets of inspiring messages and statements that really get you thinking. It's incorporated along with the rest of the devotional so that you can simply click and listen. It's sure to be an encouragement and help you start your week off right. So sign up for the Bold Stepper Weekly today at boldstepsweekend.org. Just look for the Bold Stepper Weekly tab. It's easy to join and there's no cost or obligation. Well, back now to the important teaching here on Bold Steps Weekend with Pastor Mark Job.
1: This message is not about marriage, but hey, if God is speaking to you about marriage, then let it be but it's about our spiritual walk with God, which in essence is a type of marriage. It's a commitment that we make, a long-term commitment. And so here's what the Spirit of God says to this church. I love that he's so direct. God doesn't beat around the bush typically. He likes to speak directly to our hearts, and he gives them, he gives them a step-by-step process of how to awaken spiritually inside, how to get out of their spiritual deadness. And he gives them five short commands. These are like staccato commands. These are um, small, powerful phrases. He says to them, first of all, he, he if you read in verse 2, he says, wake up. Secondly, strengthen what remains thirdly, remember what you've received, fourthly, obey it, and last, repent. Five very clear, strong commands to wake up. Listen to me uh, this, this morning, this afternoon. Listen, this is really, really important you need to maintain your repentance because sometimes that same old thing lifts its head up again. And, but you need to, you need to stop doing what you're doing. You need to go in a different direction and you need to maintain. The Bible says that you are to keep the fruit of repentance or manifest the fruit of repentance. In other words, you have to maintain what God gave you. And so he says, those are the things you need to do. You need to simply wake up, strengthen what remains, remember where you have come from, obey it and repent. And then he gives a word of encouragement. He says, well, first of all, warning, but if you do not wake up, listen, if you don't wake up, you don't wake up spiritually. Listen, I will come to you like a thief. You will not know at what time I will come to you. You know what he's saying there? Is I'm giving you time to turn around, but, but you're not going to know when I come to you again. Hey, last I heard, thieves don't send little postcards warning when they're coming what'd you get in the mail today? Oh, I got a little postcard. It says, I plan to burglarize your house Friday at three o'clock in the afternoon. No, that's not how a thief operates. A thief comes to your house unexpectedly. When you least expect it, Jesus says this, listen, I'm giving you time to come. I'm giving you time to repent, but you know what? Listen, if you don't wake up and don't repent, listen, I'm coming to you like a thief. You don't know when I'm coming, how it's going to come. And that could, that could mean a lot of things, but but basically he's going to show up. You better be ready. The end times he's going to show up, you better be ready. Listen, your life is like a vapor. It's here a moment, it's gone the next. There is no guarantee you say, well, pastor, hopefully, you know, I'll have time before I die. You know, maybe on my deathbed, I'll be saying, oh, help me, Lord, I repent. And, and then boom, I'll go, hey, hey, you may have that mercy of knowing that you're on the deathbed, or you may be hit head on with a car and never have a chance to even utter a prayer. Do you hear what I'm saying? You don't risk it. You don't risk your life that way. And then he says, Hey, but there's some of you, listen, there's some of you who are alive on the inside and alive on the outside. You haven't soiled your garments. He says, I have a few people. Oh, it's a sad statement. Out of all this church, he said, I have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes. Most of them have. Most of them are halfway. Most of them are not walking with me, but I have a few people who haven't soiled their clothes. They will walk with me dressed in white. Dressed in white is a is, is, is symbolism of a clear and pure conscience. These are people that walk knowing they're right with me they're clean before me for they are worthy verse five he who overcomes he he who overcomes will like them be dressed in white because they overcome not that they don't struggle but because they overcome secondly i will never blot out his name from the book of life but will acknowledge his name before my father and his angels that is a scary verse I will will never blot out his name from the book of life. It makes it sound like people's names can be blotted out of the book of life. Scary. I've heard various interpretations of it. Some people believe that everybody's name is originally written in the book of life, but those that don't come to Christ, don't accept Christ, their names are blotted out. The point is this. The point is whatever you have, you better keep and strengthen it. Oh, I've been saved since I was six years old. I'm glad, I'm glad you prayed when you were six years old. But those that endure to the end, those that endure to the end, you see, your salvation is manifest by your permanence. Don't tell me you prayed when you were six years old and it only lasted till you're 20 and now you're 45. So for the last 25 years, you've been backslidden. Well, hold on a second. For the last 25 years, you've been backslidden. I would wonder if, you were, if you're in God. Or even worse, well, I've been coming to church. You know, you can be backslidden and still come to church. No, let me say that again. Hello. Let me say it again. Do you know that you can be backslidden and spiritually dead and still show up to the house of God for worship? Do you know that? Just because you show up to the house of God doesn't mean that your heart is right. There's a lot of reasons people come. They have kids, so they want to come, so their kids... Their wife drags them. Yeah, I don't want my wife going alone. She may meet another guy. (laughs) I'll be there, huh? Don't worry, I'll be there. (laughs) Keep an eye on the brothers. It's a tradition. You feel like I better have, at least I'm earning brownie points. I go to church, and I don't really want to go, but I go anyways because... You know, I may need the connection sometime. There's a lot of reason people go to church. Listen, just because you go to the university doesn't mean you're smart. You know, you you could you could dress preppy and get the books and learn the schedule and show up in class and not not be learning anything. Just because you go somewhere, you could go. Just because you go to work doesn't mean you work. Hello, we've known that for years, right? I mean, come on, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Just because you come to church doesn't mean your heart is in the right place with God. And what the Spirit of God is calling for is honesty. Honesty with Him.
0: Honesty is the best policy, especially in our relationship with God. You're listening to Bold Steps Weekend with Mark Job, a message titled Your Spiritual Wake-Up Call, a warning on Sardis, the dead church in the book of Revelation. If you'd like to replay today's message or connect with us, be sure to visit boldstepsweekend.org. On our website, you'll find all of Mark's messages, and you'll also be able to check out our Bold Action Gift. In a world gripped by fear, this month's gift serves as a guiding light. It's a book about fear and faith written by Trillia Newbell. With vulnerability and wisdom, she explores the intersections of fear and faith, offering practical guidance that will empower you to navigate life's challenges and find peace in the midst of turmoil. A copy of Fear and Faith is yours with a gift of any amount. Call us at 866-535-5580. That's 866-535-5580. Or give online at boldstepsweekend.org. Now, a quick reminder that if you decide to give $30 a month or more, you'll get a 50% discount off any purchase at the Moody Publishers online store. Think about it. That's half off all of our Bible studies, Christian living books, DVDs, children's books, and much more. So learn more at BoldStepsWeekend.org. And then before we close out our program today, we want to remind you to go and subscribe to the Bold Steps Weekend podcast. That way you can hear these biblical teachings while you exercise or take a lunch break any time of the day. By subscribing, you'll have all of Mark's teachings automatically delivered to your phone or mobile device, allowing you to easily catch up on anything you may have missed on the radio. Just search for Bold Steps Weekend with Dr. Mark Job in your podcast app, and then click subscribe. If you've ever wondered what the Bible has to say about having a strong marriage or how God redeems the past for His purposes, these are just a few topics you can watch Mark Job teach on through our new Bold Steps YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe there as well by searching for Bold Steps Radio on YouTube. Or just type in our website handle directly, youtube.com slash Radio. I'm Wayne Shepherd, inviting you back next week when Mark continues part two of today's message, Join us for your spiritual wake-up call next time on Bold Steps Weekend. Bold Steps Weekend is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.